welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the daddy-daughter Disney travel podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobratic. And I'm Amelia Bellobratic. And today, we explore the world of dining at Walt Disney World. And not just in the typical sense. We're going to do a little bit of a different... We're going to go all out. All out Disney dining. And you know why? Because... Even in these times with some things different, like fast passes and all that sort of stuff. Disney dining is, it's its different. It always seems to be one of the most stressful parts of planning a Disney vacation. Really? Even if you know what you're doing, so. I would actually say the exact opposite, but okay. That's because you don't plan the Disney vacation. You just come along for the ride. That is true. Yes. But when you're planning, dining is very stressful. There's so many options. People don't know what to do and all that sort of stuff. And even experienced people who want to get in, got to get on the phones early and try to get those bookings. But let's step back and just look at... But once you get them... Oh, yeah. But we're going to talk all about Disney dining at a higher level. For example, like, just what is Disney dining? I mean, people people who've never been there, let's put it that way, they don't realize how anything works so if you go there a lot you can agree there's always the person that's like what exactly (laughs) i think one of the basic things to start with that is true is that for some of the most popular restaurants you can't just show up and expect to get a reservation i mean that's true anywhere or can you one thing Mm -hmm. i would say one tip that is true is if you hammer the reservation on the app it is possible you can get a cancellation i wouldn't bank on it but it's worked for us in the past People do cancel, and you want to do it within that 24-hour window, or sorry, just over 24 hours before you'd want your reservation, because people will cancel at the last minute, so they don't get dinged. So that's one way to get one. But let's just talk about what kind of dining there is. There's, okay, I'd say, three types of dining or ways you can eat, maybe, right? Well, yeah. There's table service, there's quick service, and then... I consider this dining snacks. Yeah, I think... It's food, you're dining. I would agree. And I consider it dining because like a snack is what, let's say... If you're eating food, you're dining. Yeah, and let's say it's a pretzel or it's... Popcorn. Popcorn or it's, you know, a cupcake or it's Dole Whip. If you eat that stuff, you're going to (laughs) be Or Mickey You can get full. Yeah, you can get full. Or Mickey bar. It can sort of... Or an Olaf pop, sorry. It can cut... (laughs) Yeah, don't go through every single one, but it can cut (laughs) off uh, how much you're going to want to eat for a meal. So there are different levels of dining, right? Like you said, table service. Okay, so table Mm. service, you have to book by nature. That's what it is. But Most let me, of the time. Let me ask you a question, because I had my ideas to talk about today, because I want to talk about strategies too, right? Like Strate- you said off the top. S- strategies for, for dining? Yes. Are we waging war against dining? No. We, well, I may be. Oh. I may be waging war against dining, Wait, and I'll waging? tell you why. Waging war. I don't think that's how you dining. say it. It is. Raging. No, it's not raging, but you can get into a rage if you don't get what you want. People do get into rages I've on Disney vacations. I've seen people rage war. Against yes. Dining. Let's put it this way. People often think, I have to book a table service for every day and I have to, you know, that sort of stuff. Wow. So this is what I'm talking about strategies. Here's what I, my philosophy after many vacations, and even when I tell first timers who, you know, people will ask, what do you think? What should I do? I would say, do not, in fact, book table service dining every single day and not 
not only is that going to like be a complete wreck of your schedule because you'll be so focused on it, you're going to be too full. Like you're not going to want to eat anything else. They're and, filling meals. And that's what I'm I go by the wrecker of schedule, as you just put it. And this is also why I say don't get a dining plan. You know, if when everything shakes out, if, if dining plans still exist, I always suggest, you know what? I mean, we know for us, because we've worked it out, it's not good value. We actually would spend more on a dining plan than we actually spend on dining without a dining plan. And then you also eat more on a dining plan. You definitely eat more, especially on the snack credits. But if you book dining every day, you it's exactly what you said. Now you're stuck to this schedule that you've booked six months ago. And we talk a lot about enjoying outside the park activities and things. And then you're just at the pool, you're chilling. Oh my, now I got to rush over here to go to this reservation. Let me give a popular opinion to Disney travelers who go there a lot. You can't possibly make your entire schedule six months in advance. You just, you can't. That's not how it works. You can't, and, and you're not going to stick to it. And dining is the one that you can book that yeah. early. You don't have to, but if you want the best ones... Yeah. You're going to want to do that. So typically what I suggest as a strategy is pick two or three table service restaurants that you really want to go to, whether they're, well, when character dining comes back and I would spread or them. whether it's a nice restaurant and book, a lot. Those, and book those, book like three of them over your seven days. If we're talking about a typical week vacation, I would spread them out too. I'd say maybe one's this breakfast, this breakfast if you have kids, or then another one as a dinner. You don't want to do like all dinners all or all breakfasts. You want to you want to have a nice variety. Yeah, and there's so and then the quick service has really I'd say what in the last maybe ten years now or eight or something like that has really upped its game. There is good quick oh, yeah. service now. Like there used to not be. It used to be just crap. Pretty much everywhere. Burgers and fries and nachos, that sort of stuff, all over the place. And then they got healthy. They got healthier. You healthy. can still get the good stuff, but there is there are options You don't go now. on a vacation to be healthy. And some of the quick services, like Columbia Harbor House and Magic Kingdom, thing, or Fairfax. Well, is there anything good in Fairfax at Hollywood? I don't know. Hollywood doesn't have the greatest dining, but... As we discussed in episode yeah. 46. But maybe if you go to other places, you, you know, there are generally more. You can get a salad or something if you really want to be healthy, but whereas you couldn't many years ago, at least not a decent one. So there are other options. And another one I would throw in here is Disney Springs. Ooh. Because Disney Springs now has actually a ton of good dining. Disney Springs is Disney dining. <laughs> it's the epitome of dining. And a lot of the good stuff is not table service. So the point is, you can always get a nice dinner, like what, Deluxe Burger or Blaze Pizza or oh, Earl Blaise of Sandwich. Pizza, or, Earl of Sandwich. You know, places like that, you can just walk into and eat dinner. Your deli. Yeah, well, for dessert, maybe. Dinner. <laughs> yeah, dessert. well, like we said, okay. it's a snack. I guess you could have your dinner there. But yeah, those are places that you don't need a table service reservation. So the those point are some of the is, better places. Don't assume that you require a table service restaurant reservation to have a dinner. We took a very long time to say that. Well, I just like talking about to the dive options. into detail. It's fun to talk about dining. So, you know, how much to book, a dining plan. If you want, they've sort of changed the dining plans just pre-COVID so that it used to be you were burning up all your table service if you wanted a signature <laughs> meal. Now they have another plan to address that, but... I still am not dining a big plan, dining plan person. They just need to person. scrap it and start over. Yeah, I, I don't... If you're making changes to a broken 
watch, it's never going to work as good as people, new. People love it because they think they're really getting stuff for free. But, but th- uh, you they're know, not. You, and you really have to know how you eat as well. Or getting a if deal, a I guess I should family, say. If you're a family, then that's great for you. But it does it doesn't work for most people. I think they end up eating or spending more than they would have had they not bought that. And we have friends who've run into the situation with the dining. So nine years old is is the cutoff for kids' meals. And there was... a bit young. I I, I shall not name people on the air, but they had one daughter who was still nine and under on the kids' plan, and then they had another person who was 10 or 11 now was on the adult plan. Ooh. And he didn't want the adult stuff, right? He wanted the kids' stuff. So... You know, you get when, especially if you have kids right around that break age. Yeah, whereas what? you, you were seven and you wanted the adult stuff. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, I wanted the adult steak. I, I, I had a kid's meal yesterday. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't. Well, this is the point. It doesn't always work for everyone. So, there's a lot of things to consider about dining plans. I just don't think it's good value at the end of the day, and it does force you to make these reservations if you have one with table service. Right now, you're booking every single day, and it can mess up your. That's not what you want to do. Week. We are all about flexibility in a dis- some structure, but not total structure. I am all about flexibility well, so in a Disney I. vacation. Like, like have a plan for sure, but oh, yeah. a 75% plan, not or 60, not 100% every second of your day plan. That Why is not? No- Planning every second of your day is excellent. No, not in advance. Not, of not six months in advance. Then right? you give yourself, okay, I'm going to give myself 45 minutes to chill in the room, then an hour at the pool, then you get 30 minutes back. Yeah, but what if it's raining that day? So do it on site, right? You can't do it in it. You can, but it might not work out the way you want. Why can't you swim in the rain? There are things outside your Swimming control. Swimming in the rain is great. So let's talk about things to consider when you're booking your dining. Well, well the one main one I'm talking about is uh, go easy on yourself, right? Don't get so stressed about booking dining. I would really focus in on table service that are must-dos. You know what? I want to throw a a situation at you. What if you're booking table service and it's at an outdoor patio and it starts to rain before your reservation? What do you do? I don't think there's table service on outdoor patios that are uncovered. They don't do that. Well, there's patios. Not table service dining. Yes. Where? Where? don't know somewhere i can't think of any that they would do that for and if they did they'd have some means of covering it I mean, well, obviously I it's covered it. but if it's raining outside you don't want to be in a covered area outside Who yeah does that? well in florida it's not so bad if it's warm out still but i would you say you have to be prepared for the real possibility it's florida Yes, you do have to be prepared for weather in Florida at any time for everything, <laughs> any day. Comes and goes very quickly, as Dorothy would say in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Comes and goes very quickly here. So, go, but go easy on yourself. Find the restaurants you want and book those. And then the other ones you can, like we always talk about the Grand Floridian Cafe a lot, is one that you can usually get a reservation at when you're on site. Yeah. So, and there's others like that. Or, and you may even, like I said, get lucky by just keeping checking and one of our favorite one of our favorite things to do at all for dining well not favorite well one of my favorite things it's a money saver well it's not even that it's a convenience and you know you get what you want and what are we talking about buy groceries buy groceries yeah there's grocery stores when you go on vacation i assure you there's not just somewhere you live so they're everywhere. So here's the thing. If first of all, if you're staying in a DVC villa, Disney Vacation Club villa, and you get mm-hmm. a kitchen. Oh yeah. If Especially you stay in a one, one bedroom, bedroom. Or, yeah, you get a full like kitchen in your house. 
So, and a full-size fridge and everything. But in regular deluxe rooms or even Disney Vacation Club rooms like studios, you still get a fridge oh. and a toaster and like other stuff in the villas. But you always get a fridge in the hotel rooms. And if the hotels in the lower tiers don't, I believe you can get a fridge, even a, like a rental or ask for one, a little one. Yeah. So the thing is, or we... Or bring your own mini one. They're so cute. They're so aesthetic. Well, you're not going to bring a fridge on Why vacation. <laughs> you're going to lug a fridge <laughs> to Florida. Well, they come in little boxes. Well, you're going to buy it first for $100. But anyway, we we don't take Magical Express. So we, we we always take a nice, inexpensive, you know, limo service to and from. It's 125 limo bucks service. round trip. And they will stop at the grocery store. So we stop at Publix and we load up. And you can get your beer and wine or anything else you want to drink. You can get what you really want to eat. Or Coke. Snacks, pop, yeah, soda, depending on where you live. We say pop, you say soda. And keep it in your it's room. Soda. And the main thing we do with that is breakfasts, right? Oh, yeah. Because bagels, bread, butter, cream cheese, yeah. everything. It's so easy just to get up it's and like do. It's like a breakfast buffet. Yeah. Do breakfast in your room. That's our super time breakfast saver. Breakfast in bed, turn and on then the you TV. Go. But like you said, we'll always be sure to book at least one yeah. breakfast. Personally, breakfast are actually want my Mickey favorite meals. Once. Yeah. You want those Mickey waffles at least once. Breakfast is my favorite meal to have dining. At Disney? Yeah. Hmm. I could see I just, that. I like breakfast. Like, I like dinner, too. I think lunch would be my least favorite. I don't want to have a big, so w- fancy lunch. Whether it's a character breakfast or not, when those return. Yeah. So we, we will book one. But then, yeah, get stuff for your room. Get stuff the kids like. Yogurt. Whatever get it is as a snack. frozen waffles and then cut them into Mickey waffles. Your kids will never know. Because there's sometimes you come back and you're just tired and you don't really want to go for a, a full, even if it's not table service, you just don't feel like going out. So having a little bit of food in the room that you bought that you know you like is a great choice. I recommend it. We do it every single oh, trip yeah. and it's awesome. That is the number one dining tip. That is my number one dining tip. And if you're staying in club level, Anywhere at the deluxe resorts, you have a whole different... (laughs) Well, then you really don't need to book a lot of dining because you get snack-type food. But at dinner, it's still little meats on a skewer or something. You just load up. Yeah, they say it's not a meal. Uh, It is a meal. It's a meal. But lots of people make it into pretty much a meal. So consider that as well. If you're going on club level, you definitely don't need to book dining at... Well, not at all, but every day. You don't need to do it every day. Yeah, so that's another tip. Just cons- Or consider even, that's one of the benefits of club level. We talked about that in our club level episode. So I'm going to throw some curveballs at you. What would you do if you find out that you overbooked your di- that the restaurant has overbooked the dining reservation and then you can't do anything for dinner? What do you do? Well, first of all, that's never happened to me. Really? I've done the opposite where I tried to get in on with a friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. What well, if... I'll, I'll answer your first one, but yeah, yeah. let's answer the second one. I just, I just t- thought of a good question to I'll ask. I'll tell you what I learned about this second one. So we've done this... What about a, answering the first one? I'll do that in a minute because okay. the second one's easier. We've yeah. done this a few times where we find out, you know, friends are going or something and they've booked or we've yeah. booked. One case we've booked, one case they've booked, dining. And you need to add people to your party. Yeah. It's easier. If it, you're going from an odd number to an even number. Yes, because of the way the tables are set up. Most tables have like four or two or six or something number yeah. of chairs. It's harder for Disney dining to make an odd number, to add a seventh yeah. chair at a six or a fifth chair at a four. Yeah. So... 
Just bear that in mind. Your odds will be better. You can't change the numbers unless you hire an extra (laughs) to come and eat with you. But uh, it it will be easier to do if you approach the manager of the restaurant and do it that way. I I would suggest doing that way. Don't just sort of ask any cast member. But some people are really good because we've had times where it was just three of us and then we find someone else and they're really good about just adding a fourth like, like it, person to your reservation. Two that pop in mind right away. One was Ohana and one was Whispering Canyon. Yeah. And they and they were cool in both of them and we got to eat with our friends yeah. in both those cases. Now, your first question was what happens? It's overbooked and yeah. they tell me I can't eat there? Yeah. Well, that, has that never happened to you? No, I don't. I mean, I guess Disney's much better than a lot of other restaurants. Although I've part. been reading online recently this week when this airs, it might be past, but Thanksgiving mm-hmm. time, there have been bumps in the road now. It's currently in 2020, November with Disney dining. So, but I would, first of all, do what I always do. Go do my best to, you know. <laughs> Talk to the manager. Yeah, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. So, you don't. Be polite but firm. We've talked about that. Mm. And cast but, members are usually really good. But you know what? If if I try all that and they really can't put me in, then what are you going to do? Then you're going to go to Disney Springs, as we discussed. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm going to do. But I'm going to do my darndest. It really depends on the details around what happened. If I booked mm. this six months in advance, I've got a good case. If I booked it last week, like I said, on some because a vacancy suddenly came up. Uh, you know, I still want my dining because they said I could have it, but I th- I think yeah. my case for myself would be strengthened the longer out I've <laughs> had that <laughs> reservation locked in. Okay. And another strategy I might use is how it's messing up all my other plans. <laughs> the only trick there is they can see your plans. So <laughs> yeah. If you have nothing yep. else going on for the night, yeah. it might Don't not Don't make work it something so well. that's a Disney reservation. Make it that you were meeting friends who were coming in from out of town and this is your only two hours and you were supposed to meet them after this meal or something like that. Don't say I've got horseback riding booked because, yeah, because they can see that you <laughs> they don't. <can> check. <laughs> they can check. That- <laughs> and if it's fast pass back again, you know, in that type of situation, mm-hmm. they can check all those things. So. Or if you actually do have plans, well, then that works in your favor. Yeah, you may actually have plans. Then just tell the truth. Yeah. Why? But still, if it's their fault or, or worst case, I'm going to want them to compensate me. Do not walk away with nothing. No. I want a $75 credit for, if I have to go and eat at Deluxe Burger or Blaze Pizza or somewhere. (laughs) What's wrong with Blaze Pizza and Deluxe Burger? Nothing, but I want them to pay for it or or give me some money towards it. So I would want them to. Disney cast members are really, really good about that. Yeah. So if that happened, uh, you know, polite, (laughs) but They will compensate you, I think. They should. If they've done that, really. You know, so earlier, we talked about three different categories. It said table service, quick service, and snacks. I want you to give me your favorite and maybe even your least favorite in each of these categories because I want to share mine and you'll probably want to share yours too. So, Well, go we've, ahead. we've done this share in past me. episodes. Table service, obviously, is Victorian Albert's. <sighs> so huh. close. It's unbeatable. Mm. Okay. And the, But the second one for me is harder. I tend to think of things that are newer right away, like Takumi Tay I love at Epcot, but I don't know. Number two is hard. I don't think I can name one for you. Although if you're putting me on the spot and said right now, I might say California Grill. Is your second favorite? Right at this moment, but it mm. changes. I have a lot of second favorites, which would be my top 10 list. <laughs> yes, which you can see. 
Quick service is a much harder one for me to. Oh really? I have, <laughs> I've mine all planned out. It's the easiest category uh, for me. Oh, I guess I would say because this technically is quick service, but I don't know if it's my favorite. So let me just say a couple of things. I really love quick service at the Grand Floridian. Yeah. I really like it. It's it's good now. They've changed, you know, since they've upgraded, since they rented the place and changed the menu. I like it. It's good, but it's not as good as Polite Pig. At Disney Springs. You know, I love barbecue. We got lots of smokers in the backyard. That is some good quick service. And smokers as in barbecues, not... Yes, as in charcoal, hardwood (laughs) smokers. (laughs) So I would say... You're a food person. um, Polite pig right now would be my my favorite quick service at the moment. These Mm -hmm. change, right? Because your tastes change. And And then snack. I know it's popcorn, but that I'm pretty sure that's everyone's favorite. So Well, no, it's not everyone's. But most, most. It's nostalgic. Well, do you like popcorn more than Dole Whip? Yes. That lime Dole Whip is pretty darn good. Lime Dole Whip? That lime Dole Whip. Dole Whip with if lime. you have not tried lime Dole Whip, it is... Don't. Try it. It's the best. If you like lime and tart sour, a little bit sour in your mouth, man, is it better than the original. No, I, it is not. Yes. I love that lime Dole Whip we had at the Polynesian at the Lanai, and it was awesome. Can't wait to have it again. Lime Dole Whip, you know, you know, go for the pineapple. But I, I, I still would say popcorn. I like it. It's nice. It's, oh yeah, it feels like it's classic. It's classic for it's me. It's the Disney red and white popcorn. striped yeah. Disney popcorn. They have all the popcorn. Well, it's not red and white striped anymore. They keep changing the boxes, but there's red on it. Oh, there's always yeah, usually red. <laughs> there's the red. All right, let's hear yours. Favorite table service. Favorite quick. So these are ones, I guess. Mine would be ones I would recommend to people. Like, I would definitely say go to Polite Pig if you're going. Yeah. It, assuming you like, but they have really something for everyone. I mean, there's chicken, pork, or there's ribs. There's lots of stuff there. Okay. You know, I love a lot of restaurants at Disney, and you're probably not going to agree with me on this, but I really like Grand Floridian Cafe. That's your favorite table service? I know, and I know Victorian Albert's is great, but the, like, the food is fantastic, but it's not like an everyday sort yeah. of type of food, no, you that, know? That's true. It's like I, lamb and duck I and I would not caviar want to go to, Graham, and, to Victorian Alberts every day. Just, I wouldn't even want to go every trip. Yeah, I know. It's a lot. It's First of all, it's five hours of your time. And it's, it's very expensive. You are over the top stuff. But that's fair. But yeah. And, but not, uh, Grand Floridian Cafe, as you know, it's we've talked really about It's really good. It. It's very underrated. But that's your favorite table service? What do you think I was going to say? I don't know because there's so many we there's like. So I mean, many. you like Whispering Canyon. It's not table service. Yes, it is. Oh well, then I changed my mind. It's not quick service. You have to make a reservation. They bring it to your table. That's... I changed my mind. Well, let's talk about this. So I was going to put that in quick. The service. food is not well. They've changed the food, but it <laughs> used to not be the greatest. You don't really think of it as a sort of table service restaurant because it's an you, interactive if, dining, as we talked. If in one you ever episode. go to Whispering Canyon, it's not really. <laughs> Your average run-of-the-mill table service dining. It's it's entertainment. But it is table service dining. It counts as one if you're on a meal plan, that sort of thing. So, Grand Floridian Cafe or or Whispering Canyon. Whispering Canyon. Okay, so that's your favorite table service dining. Button. I would I would rather go there, not necessarily my okay, favorite so dining. Let me, right, now let me ask you that. For food, which is your favorite table service dining? Because that's how I was ranking it. I just thought of another one. It's technically table service, but I'm putting it in dining with a show, which is a new category I just came up with. Yeah. The Hoopty Doo Review. Yeah. 
Pretty basic. It's, it's a new category. I just came up with Fried dining with the show. Fried chicken and ribs and cornbread and mm, beans the and all the good stuff when the that comes back. cornbread is the best cornbread I have ever tasted. It's so good. Yes, that is also table service. Keep on. Now moving on to quick service. This one I'm interested in. Blaze Pizza. That's your favorite and quick Earl service. And Earl of Sandwich. I am a very basic person. Yeah, I know you like Earl of Sandwich. Earl of Sandwich. The grilled cheeses are good, okay? Just... Yeah, no, you like Earl of Sandwich. Those are good quick service. What Blaze about in a park? Is... Ooh, the parks, you know, the parks don't really have the best dining. They so, really well, don't. Epcot has a lot of good Ep- dining. Epcot has a lot it of It actually dining. has some good quick service. You might not like, but the Japan Pavilion has some good quick service. There's some quick service, but it's it's culture food, right? So I'm a very American food showcase, person. Yeah, in World Showcase. But <laughs> like if, you go, if you go to um, Future World... But Epcot still, has a lot of dining, but I'm standing by my choices. Yeah, no, but from a quick service, I would agree. Like electric, although Seasons, which is the one that's, it's sort of like um, a food court almost. It's it's by Soren. It's good. There's lots of choice there. But, but I it's don't no think, oral of sandwich. Yeah, I don't think you love it. But yeah. it's good if you like healthy food at Epcot, go to Seasons in the Land Pavilion. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to go. All right, Earl of Sandwich. And your snack. Is it also popcorn? Obviously popcorn, but I want to give an honorable mention to the soft pretzels. They're so good. I know. I, never, I had one like once, uh, I think last time we went, and for the first time, and they're, t- they're delicious. Yeah, for Mickey-shaped food, it's pretty good. So good. Oh, boy. And then, I don't know if this is considered dining, but blue milk. Uh, I, I would consider it a snack, because that frozen okay. blue milk is very filling. I think that blue milk might even tie popcorn. Oh, not, not top it. Not for me. But tight. Well, I wouldn't want it as a topping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, wow. I used one of our sound effects buttons <laughs> that we rarely it's use. It's so good. It, it's a snack. You know what another one I just thought of is what? for me as we get close to wrapping up this episode? We haven't talked about this for a long time. You may not even remember this because we actually have not had this for okay. probably five years since you were younger. Yeah. In the Magic Kingdom... Near the castle, there's Sleepy Hollow, and they make those waffle sandwiches. Oh, Now, so (laughs) the bread is a waffle, and there's like chicken or whatever. I'm remembering them These things, if you have not had a waffle sandwich there. I don't like chicken, but the crispy. Well, there's other ones, too. I can't remember them all. It's crispy and breaded. I had it. It was delicious. If It is over-the-top decadent. I feel like one now. I know, right? (laughs) But split one. That's our, oh yes, what you can't we all eat got it our own last time. It's like, man, we I didn't cannot, finish it. Remember, we're not meal plan people, so we cannot eat each a whole waffle sandwich from Sleepy Hollow. I think it's called Sleepy Hollow. It's not popcorn or blue milk, but it is pretty good. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's another pretty good quick serve. I wouldn't go there a lot, but it's another good quick serve. Yeah. All right, I think we're coming to the end. I'm starting to get hungry now. As Stacy would say in Must Do Disney, all this talk of dining is making mm-hmm. me hungry. So we just wanted to to take a different spin on dining, you know, and start thinking about it different. Don't get in that spinning wheel of stress about booking dining. Just think about how there is so much dining that you you have options, right? Your options are not always booking table service every day. Options can be hard. Yeah, but I'm what I'm saying is when you're on site, don't worry. You should never be in a spot where you can't eat because you don't have anything. (laughs) It used to be like that, but there's so many more options now. So if you're in a spot where you haven't had anything booked, hop on a boat, hop 
on a bus, go to Disney Springs, yeah. go to Earl of Sandwich, Disney and Springs go to Blaze Pizza. Disney is pretty good, and there's so much good quick it's service. It's the dining center of the world. And Disney picks up world. some snacks to keep in your room from Publix <laughs> yeah. or any grocery store of your choice. We're not plugging one over the other. Those are some dining tips. All right, so we will let you go and eat now as we're probably going to go have a snack of our own right now. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to us this week. We always appreciate you coming and listening to the show. Check us out or keep us uh, in mind on social media at 1923 Main Street. We are everywhere. We are everywhere, so follow along. Check and, out our uh, Redbubble yeah, and, and Tea hello. Public Shops. Yes, our Redbubble and Tea Public Shops. We have new designs all of the time. They are Disney-inspired. Disney-inspired. Right. And uh, yeah, tell your friends about the show, and we would much appreciate that. Always helps. So thanks, everyone. We hope you have a magical week. Bye-bye. 